Hello friends and welcome to Saw's Talk we have a great show for you David is here. He is coming to us live from vacation so dang we better be nice and appreciate his efforts in joining us. Luckily we had a lot of fun so hopefully this wasn't a disastrous use of the most valued resource known to man aka time off. In conclusion, please listen to this episode while on the clock. Not exaggerating, bill all this time as especially saucy emails to client who cares. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another fantastic episode of Sauce Talk. On the other line, let's, let's, let's start out keeping it simple. On the other line, what was Dave? Dave, how are you doing, buddy? Hey everybody, I'm good. Hey John, how uh, are you? I I I'm doing fantastically well. But let me tell you why. It's because now is this a first in Sauce Talk history? Depending on how you want to categorize this, it could be. Let's do it again. Adele, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, John. How are you? We have two guests remotely on the podcast. I don't believe this has happened before. I have done podcasts with me and Gina in a room, and then like we call someone, but this is my first time calling two people. It's very exciting, and we're all going to have a great time. Isn't that right, everybody else? Yay! Everybody we're seems really right excited. Now. That's super awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so... We've only discussed this a little bit, but we're just going to fucking light it up. Here comes all the stuff you love about Sauce Talk. Twice. Uh, you guys, who wants to, anybody eat anything good lately? Um, I have. This, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring something that I ate a while ago, and I want to eat it, like, all the time. Okay. Um, uh, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, toast not just any toast but it's, it's a toast from this restaurant i love um adele i think loves it a little bit less called uh, <laughs> fermenter um and everything they make uh they make like lots of sauerkraut but uh tempeh um and really things are like fermented or cultured it's all it's all vegan i love but one thing show. they make is this yeah is this uh sourdough it's like chickpea miso toast and it's just like it was oh and garlic. Yeah, lots garlic, of garlic. Tons of garlic. And it is so good. It sounds incredible. It's like Yeah, it's it's like super mommy, like really garlicky, really yummy. And like you just have it with a beer and it's just it's just heaven. It's so good. That's exactly where I was going, is what I love about this is it doesn't sound like anything resembling breakfast toast. Like it's toast, oh, but no, you're sure as hell not gonna eat it at eight in the morning. Like that's off the yeah, no. Texas toast it's, side. Yeah, and it's like Texas toast. It's like super thick. It's yeah. probably like an inch thick. Hell yeah. And Sounds then it's great. like yeah, and I think it's got some sort of vegan cheese on top. I don't know about that, but it was like it's so good with beer. That's an appetizer and that's all you want, honestly. And I will say that's the one thing on the menu I did like. I didn't like a lot of the other stuff. Yeah, other stuff's pretty funky. What so it's it, 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 it sounds like you've got some sauerkraut, some other stuff like that. What what sort of things that uh were were you excited about uh, or turned off by there? Turned off? Turned off. Okay, so what did I have the last time you drug me there? It was like, I had like this, it's supposed to be basically a fish sandwich with tofu, 
and it was not good. <laughs> it was like, it was it was like, like a fried, fried fish tofu. tofu. It was like a thing. It was like a fried tofu was, sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Fried, fried tofu sandwich. Yeah. That was not great. I love tofu, but the, when when people get directly into like the frying it as though it is some other thing, it 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 sounds like it's going to be good and it doesn't usually land for me. You also have to know what you're doing, and I don't feel like they did. I mean, maybe there, maybe you can specifically do it well, but I I know I've tried to do it. I don't know what I'm doing. It doesn't come out great. Like it, it, it's just the texture is is so hard to get to be like consistent yeah. throughout, and you almost yeah, always end up with a like crunchy outside, chewy inside, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just it tasted kind of oily, and yeah. that was like yeah. it. Oil, especially if you're trying to hit that like super fried outside part, the oily is probably an easy place to end up. But the great news is. They've got this toast on the menu, so there's no need to order oh, anything else. So good. The toast is good. Even be- really even good. better news. Uh, they have a cookbook coming out. I pre-ordered it. Oh boy, September 29th. Hell yeah! <laughs> Sounds great. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go have it signed when it comes out. Oh my so. gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's so gonna be fantastic. Obsessed. So there's gonna be lots of fermenting going on in the house. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he does love that place. He drives me there a lot. Can we get the name of that place again? Fermenter. Fermenter. It's such a good name. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like intimidating. It's like, oh, the fermenter yeah. is in there. Like he's gonna fight the dementor soon, and who knows who will yeah. come out. <laughs> of <him>. <laughs> no. Uh, Adele, do you think it good lately? Yeah. So my plug for this, uh, what this, I've this eaten good. Oh no, sorry, it's not a plug, but my what I've eaten that is good lately. Sorry, excuse me. Do you I mean, you're, you're plugging a food you ate. I mean, it's I'm not plugging so a food. Yeah. Come on. Uh, is um okay. So I'm a big fan of, and I hear that others on the pod are as well. Yotam Otolenghi's. He's a chef. Yes, yes. And I have a number of his cookbooks. And I, on a whim, had come across one in a bookstore that I had not had before, and I bought it. And it's called Flavor, and it he has a. Uh, all vegetarian ragu oh boy. that is the best thing I've ever had. It's it's hands down tastes exactly like when I used to eat meat, like a meat ragu, and it is so so good. So that's my that's my thing I've eaten. That's okay. Really. Now it's never the intent of any segment on this podcast to shit on anything anybody says, uh, except for when Matt Schmidt put songs on the playlist that you don't like. <laughs> but I have to say, this ragu sounds a hell of a lot better than toast. It, 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 it's, a, it's a damn good dish. It's good. I'm excited about the toast, but boy, when I hear about this. I'll, I'll tell you, it, it is super good, and it really does taste like a meaty like ragu sauce. Like that you would get like like a legit like red sauce nice. uh, Italian restaurant, um, but it, but it's it but no meat and like it's even like yeah. healthy like it's, it's like, like lentils. it's like lentils and like mushrooms and then yeah. I don't think it even takes that long to make does it? Not really. I mean, yeah, not really. It uh, it's if we were to send you the recipe right now, it has so many like splatters on the page. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, That's the ultimate like the the greatest respect you could ever give. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I might have lightly 
humorously besmirch the toast. But these are two extremely good eat anything good lately's. You guys are off to a absolutely fantastic start. Uh, and now we're going to do like the most difficult, highest degree of difficulty, scariest thing on the whole podcast. We're going to add songs to the playlist. Uh, this is the only area that anybody ever complains about, but also like people like to give Matt Schmidt the business. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to come and tell you that you did a bad job. It's going to be fine. But, uh, here's what's up. We have uh, a playlist that we add to on this podcast. I said playlist and podcast correctly. I rarely do that. I usually switch them, but, uh, you are going to add a song to the new playlist. And the only rules are that it was not used on the first playlist and that you say you like it the most of every song on the current playlist. And if you can do those two things, you will have done a great job. Uh, we, uh, someone's already got stuff to say. I'll hear about this from Dave. I have, I, I have a rule question because I may have misinterpreted a rule. And this, and, uh, no, no, the rules seem pretty simple, so I'm excited to hear what the real like, question is. <laughs> I was, I, I was, <laughs> I was very focused on the song before the song that was put on the the playlist, mm-hmm. and it, it explained that you have to like it better than the last song. That would be and like that. That's that's factually incorrect. Yeah. Oh. Wait. So you know, if we need and, and hey. We can do a lot of stuff. We can talk about this for as long as we need to. And perhaps you care a great deal about prior songs on the playlist, and perhaps you don't. But we are going to need to try to come to songs that we like the most of any song on the current playlist and and that are not repeats of songs on the prior playlist. Respect with the flaming lips. I love the Yoshimi battle with the pink robots. It's like a very... Very big in my repertoire. I love that one. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's a big time song for sure. Yeah, because Angel from Montgomery and This Must Be the Place are, which is on here twice, apparently. Uh, the second Baseball. version of This Must Be the Place is the version from Stop Making Sense specifically. Uh, Margaret uh, added that to the playlist and said that she specifically liked that version better and. Uh, the judges decided to allow that. Okay, okay. I'm the judges, but yeah. You can tell I'm sort of behind in my episode. No, uh, uh, anybody who is caught up, that's, that's maniac behavior. So I, I, I think you're doing well not being. So uh, if, if we're concerned about this, would we like to do another segment and perhaps we'll come back in a little bit? We can come back in a little bit. I'm not going to think him on my feet, so I'm not going to be able to think of another song. When I say but, come back in a little bit, what I'm really going to do is put an edit point in, and we can we can reset for a second. Okay. So okay. how about we talk about <laughs> this is this is new. Okay. Okay. Hey, this, every this is this is a crazy episode. I okay. love this. This is one of the most exciting episodes we've ever had. I feel like everybody's going to be like, "What's going to happen?" So you know what we just set up? That's called a cliffhanger. Everybody's like, "I hope I hope these two can pull it together." And come up with some songs. And we don't, and, and also, you know what, like, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not telling you to do this. It, I could not be more clear. No. I am not telling you to do this. But if you look at the playlist and decide that this might be the place, for example, is your favorite song, you are required to say that and it ends the playlist and we start a new one. 
So, like, but that, that, I, I see a lot of disagreement with that notion. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to come back to the playlist game in a little bit. And first, we're going to go way, way, way up north to a town called, or, or maybe perhaps a region. I don't know where you guys are. I, 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 I saw a tell of uh, Grand Marais, but at the very least, I know you guys are on the north shore of Lake Superior. How's that going up there? You guys having a good time? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. We are uh, we are staying in a resort in Tofty. I think it's Tofty. Oh, well, can I get a spelling on Tofty? I don't know what this is. T o f t e. T o f t e. I'm guessing it's I'm guessing it's Tofty. I've been pronouncing this Toft, so if it's Tofty, I've definitely yeah, I don't been know. I'm gonna go Toft to split the difference. Uh, yeah, Tofta. <laughs> but there's all these like little kind of like hotel type resorts mm-hmm. where they have like. On Lake Superior, it's right behind us, um, which is a big lake. You know, it turns <laughs> it's out one of the um, biggest lakes. I'm told. Yeah, shocker, greatest if you're supreme. Um, uh, yeah, and there's like canoeing. There's like hiking around here. You know, rent bikes and stuff. Kind of been tooling around. It's like a pool. So we're here with so uh, Adele's my mom, mom and my stepdad. stepdad, and they're getting some like grandkid time in. So yeah. they live in Minneapolis. So we rented a minivan and drove up. And David couldn't handle my mom or my stepdad's driving. So he made sure that yeah. he got to be on the road. put a stop car. that. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrifying. Like, I'm taking my life in my own hands. Oh, Literally, yeah. I'm going to be driving us. So uh, it, it, it sounds like your, uh, Adele, your family is, is from Minnesota. But are, are you, is this, no. No, my okay. So my family's originally from Idaho. I'm from Boise, Idaho. Okay. My mom married my stepdad when I was in law school, so I was like in my twenties. And then she moved to Minneapolis to be with him, okay. and she's lived here ever since. See, this makes a lot of so sense. I didn't grow up here at all. <laughs> I, first off, I felt like I'm surprised because uh, I lived in Minneapolis from 2016 to 2022, and I was like, I'm surprised. I feel like I would have heard about this if, if like, I, like Dave would mention Adele frequently. Uh, he's a moderately relevant woman in his life. And then I also was, when I heard about this just recently when he was like, we're going to Minnesota for this thing. I was like, I guess she must have family from Minnesota and they just have a cabin up north somewhere. But then even then it's like, it's, it's usually just out in the woods somewhere, not like, on fucking Lake Superior, so I was like, "What man? This is see, but this must be some baller fucking family." But instead, it's more similar to my experience when I lived in Minnesota, which would be like, "Yeah, you just you, you, uh, when you want to have a nice weekend in the summer, you drive to Duluth, and then you just keep going however far you want to keep going, and then it's the best place in the world." It turns out, and I always had a great time when you guys are doing a very similar thing. Yeah, that's exactly what we did. Like we we uh, stopped in Duluth, had lunch, yeah, kept going from here, and then yeah, and so like we're we're like twenty five miles from Grand Marais. Yep. Okay. And yeah. So we were there tonight had dinner. Yeah. yeah. We went to the Which Angry was, Trout. Yeah, we had dinner at the Angry Trout. Angry Trout is the re- is yeah. the restaurant. It was good. Yeah. It was Sounds good. great. Uh, very like classic. Just like roll into whatever small town. Nice little supper club, fucking fantastic. 
eat a bunch of fish, whatever you want. You can have a great time. Um, yeah, I've I, not had cheese curds yet. Yeah. The cheese curds are relevant. Very important. And on every menu of every restaurant we've been to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I ever went any further than like Gooseberry Falls or Split Rock Lighthouse, which I looked at a map when you guys mentioned it. And that's like basically like Duluth is the point of the lake. And then like so those places are like halfway and then Grand Marais is the rest of the way. And then and then after Grand Marais, you can keep going. But at some point, you're just in Canada. Uh, right. you, guys are, yeah. you guys are pretty close to being in Canada. Our picture went all fuzzy. You're like, it's like Max Headroom kind of. Like I don't want to be the weird all fuzzy guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually normal. <laughs> yeah. Let's clear up a little bit. So you, you, it seems like you're doing the main things. Have you, has anybody attempted to get into the lake? Uh, no. I mean, maybe tomorrow. I'll throw like, him in, but I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it would be cold. Yeah, we're going to we're going to tomorrow. So the yeah. plan the plan is not to go in the lake. Yeah, yeah. you, you yeah. hope to not go in the lake. We'll, 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 yeah, you'll find out whether you went in the lake. Yeah. yeah, stay in the boat. That's the goal. That was always like I would go up there. So I would estimate we went up like once or twice each summer. We'd head up that way, and then sometimes, like especially if like you sneak in a fall one or whatever. But like we would, when we went up into like prime summertime, I would always talk myself into, I can do this with the lake, and I could never do it with the lake. Like, it, it's just too cold. It's so cold. Got it. I assume you guys have the same as like we do in the northwest, like polar bear plunge or whatever. Oh yeah, that that exists, that? but I don't do that. Like I I, I look like yeah, a person in mind, but I sure as hell don't get I don't get anything. Okay, I'm not, I'm not risking hypothermia. I remember very explicitly when, so I, I was from Illinois and I was living in like Springfield, Illinois, when I got my job in Minnesota and I moved up there. And then like at the, so we were in Minneapolis and at our, like the first like training, onboarding, whatever meeting thing, there was someone there who was from just just Duluth and was like, I'm from Duluth, this and this about me. And by the way, I don't respect your Minneapolis winter at all. And but like, that's just how it is. It's like, whatever, wherever you live, two hours north of there is so much scarier than you. Oh and, and like, it, it's no different living in Chicago. It's like, oh my God, if I lived up there in Wisconsin and then people in the middle of Wisconsin, like, oh my God, if I lived in Minneapolis and people in Minneapolis, oh my God, if I lived in Duluth, you could just keep doing it forever. And it's like, yeah, it honestly is a lot worse a little bit further up. And, but like people in Duluth were like, Minneapolis, you have no idea what winter means. It's a joke down there. And I feel like that's probably true. <laughs> It's horrifying. I'm like, dude, these places, like, these places we're at, like, they must be all summer places, right? Like, oh, yeah. Like, everything's got to be closed after Winter? September? I would assume that, yeah. like, the main highway stays open and everything else, you can just forget about it when it's, like, December. It's, I mean, you, I mean, you guys are way far up there. And it's not like... Like, there's a lot of different kinds of Canada. You're, like, right next to real Canada. Like, the realest right. Canada. 
Not like Toronto or Vancouver. Who gives a shit about that? No. This is like, no, yeah. we got some stuff happening. We might die today, every day for four months. I think it's time. We're going to do it. We're revisiting our I Like This Better playlist podcast segment. Ooh, two for two. It feels so good. Getting the phrasing right. And now we get the songs right. Who wants to go first? I I understand you both have fantastic songs that you like the most of every song on the playlist that you're ready to add. I, I, Adele, it looks like you're ready to go. No solid on this choice. Uh, you're All I Need to Get By by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Farrell. Tammy Farrell. Sorry, not Farrell. I like the Farrell version. Yeah, the Farrell version. That, that, that would be <laughs> weird if that existed, but I, I think this is pretty unassailable. Uh, tell me a little bit about like your relationship with this song. I don't know. It just makes me happy. Makes you happy is the best description of a song you could ever get. I frequently describe songs or movies that I like as making me feel like my head is on fire. But honestly, makes me happy is probably just as clean as you could ever hope to go. Uh, I think that's going to be fantastic. Now, in theory, Dave could hear that. So that song is on the playlist now. Does that affect your choice, Dave? Do you hear that? And you're like, oh, no. I actually like my song better than every song on the playlist but that one. Oh, no. I'm not changing it. Okay. I'm, I'm good. I'm good here. What do you That's got? a great song. I'm down. Jeez. That's a great song. Do you, do you have anything you'd like to say about the song, Dave? My song or song? Her song, yeah. That's a great song. Yeah. It's a, it's a great song. But. <laughs> but here comes one better, apparently, yeah. Oh, what's my song? Yeah. Uh, I picked uh, uh, My Sweet Lord by George Harrison. Oh, boy. I I think I think we're doing well tonight. I know we had some initial concerns. But I think this is really good stuff. Uh, would, yeah. I'll, I'll just open the floor to you. Would you would, anything you want to say about My Sweet Lord? Um... I don't know how much there's to say about it. It's just like, I mean, it's not like I say it's a perfect song. It's just a beautiful song. Did you see the video with all the famous people that came out, I think, during the pandemic for My Sweet Lord? No, I don't. No, I didn't. Uh, I remember I, that. I don't know how fantastically good I'd necessarily say it was, but uh, there were definitely a lot of famous people in it. What, what kind of video? Oh, so it was like a music video that, that was released? I don't remember. Maybe it was some anniversary of it, or maybe it was some fundraiser for some specific thing that was tied to George Harrison uh, or something. But uh, a bunch of movie stars and musicians all piled into a video. And it's fine but i it was it was a fun moment for me because it's like the most straight ahead like nice conception of this song and then like everything i read about it online was like what was even the point of this who cares and it was like <laughs> did you not I, boy you don't know what's going on here much at all do you it's like how about it's nice to have a nice thing how about it's nice to see something fun? And isn't that kind of just what like the, even the song is about? It's like, I'm having a nice time. This is okay. If this isn't nice, I don't know what is. Bing! I rewatched the video, 
And I have to say that I think I undersold it during the uh, conversation we just had. I It should be in the show notes. And I think that the video is extremely evocative of the message of the song in a way that upon rewatching the video, that is what upset me about the response I saw to it, that people could not make the extremely easy A to B link between what happens in the video and like what the message of the, both the video and the song is. Uh, I like both. Like I say, it should be in the show notes. Check it out if you want, and uh, it's a good time. Also, I said musicians and movie stars. It's more musicians and moderately famous L.A. comedians and a couple movie stars. Still a good time. Bing! I think you guys did a really good job with the song segment on this podcast. Am I going to tell you the, the ones that I had previously picked? Hit me. Far different. Oh, yeah. Far different. Mine also different. Do you, do you want to list any examples? Yeah, I will go. Um, so I thought I was supposed to pick something more recently that I liked. Okay. And oh, that, something that I, I thought well, was yeah, better, but better than, than, than. But then it was also like I was going, oh, I'll talk about something that I liked most recently. And so I was on the plane ride over, have been watching the show Shrinking. And the theme song is by Ben Gibbard from Death Cab mm-hmm. for Cutie and the Postal Service. I was a huge Postal Service fan. So I downloaded that. And that's what I was going to just say. It's my song was the theme song to the show Shrinking. What, what, what it's is, far different than Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. What is the theme song to the show Shrinking? It's called Frightening Fishes. It's the okay. song. Yeah, yeah. By Tom Howe. To Tom Howe and Frank <laughs> Gifford. Yeah, it's, it's actually quite good. But that's like very emo in comparison to like, I mean, Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, which is far different. You, you, you couldn't Song be genre. more, yeah, hitting those classics. But also, yeah. I like Postal Service a lot. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah. Saw them in concert the one time they were in concert. <laughs> Dave, you want to hit us with any... Uh... Yeah, you came with me, I think. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, Jenny Lewis was yeah. there. It was nice. Awesome. That was awesome. There you go. Dave, you have any... Uh... Also, rants you were considering. Uh, so my song, which again, like my prior incorrect interpretation of the rule, song you like better than the last song. Um, the last song was uh, was it the Cardigans? Yeah, yeah Cardigans Love, Love Fool. Same era, or like was into, and even maybe had a prior. Playlist when I was younger, but uh, Golden Brown by the Stranglers. I have no idea what this is. Uh, uh, it's uh, <laughs> they're they're an English band uh, from the eighties, late seventies, early eighties. You played them? I'm sure. I had a friend that um, not. I don't think everyone likes it. Like I had a friend that said it sounded like dishwasher music or music <laughs> to wash dishes. <laughs> like I think it's great. I think lyrics are really good. I'm yeah. really excited to check this out. I mean, I'll, yeah, it's like a harpsichord or like a Hammond B5 <laughs> melody. Yeah. It's very, very melodic. It's good. Oh my God, learning so much about you right now. I was just say we got we got a lot of interesting songs to check out on all sorts of parts of the spectrum here, but we've got to narrow our focus. Really make sure we're going to do a good job of the most important stuff we've got. 
I'd love to hear about what sauce you're bringing to the table this week. Uh, I am bringing John, Johnny. Those are friends. Um, we are friends. His last name is Touchdowns. Um, <laughs> uh, I am I am bringing uh, a sauce that I found recently at Asian Market. You see it in Taiwan like all the time. Um, but it's like a spicy, salty black bean sauce. They have a lot of back to the fermentation yeah. theme here. Uh, they have like a like it's like fermented salty black beans, like like briny, and like it's with hot sauce, and like you spoon it out, and you gotta find the one. It looks like that Vietnamese sauce. When you see in the Vietnamese restaurants, the Vietnamese hot sauce, you kind of like spoon it out. It's got like the green lid, um, but it looks like that, but it has like little like black beans inside. They're brined, they're fermented, and yeah, I think it's under Chinese or just Taiwanese. You always get it in Taiwan. Um, yeah, I found it in a H Mart in Portland recently, and it was like, I am in heaven because it is so good, and I eat on everything. I don't know what it's called. I have no idea. I think this is great because here, no, hey, here's what's up. In addition to there being two guests on this episode, I am now excited that I'm going to say that this episode is. Featuring Dave and fermented salty black bean sauce with little black beans inside. And then we'll add a dough sauce to the list. <laughs> yeah. So, it's like at, <laughs> Dave sauce, unnamed, but described yeah. <laughs> in exhausting detail. Yeah. It, it were, I, I, think, I think I may have got two of them and moved two sauces from the fridge down to the down And to you the still don't know the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, honestly, I like fermented things. I like black beans. I like uh, Vietnamese stuff. This sounds really good. I have no idea what the hell this sauce is called. Yeah. Good luck finding it. Yeah, yeah. If you want to eat this, I guess just text Dave. Like, and if if you don't have his number, text me first. And if you don't have my number, I'm really surprised. Go to H Mart. Take a picture. Go to H Mart. Is exactly. Go to H Mart. Is the truth. Go to H Mart. Look around. Look at sauces. Send pictures of some of them to Dave, and he'll tell you which one is that. (laughs) Just keep texting him. Clearly, one of these 17 sauces is your sauce, right, Dave? Thumbs up emoji. Entire pile of sauces. It is, it, yeah, it? it's just a line one. of Dave thumbs downing every sauce until he gets to the one. Like, That's it. Only by that one. Throw the others on the floor and walk out. You know, tomorrow or whenever this lunches, you're gonna get like thirty pictures of sauces <laughs> oh, yeah. from H Mart. Like, I gotta eat this bean sauce. I need it. <laughs> Are you sure it's not this one, Dave? <laughs> Adele, do you have a sauce? Okay, this is gonna make me sound like a real basic B, but I think it's good to have um, a range. Whatever range it sounds like. I mean, okay, so I was telling David like because recent, I'm a big fan of ranch with fries, and I know ranch oh, yeah. is controversial. I love ranch. Soft, soft. This is a pro but ranch podcast. I have very okay. All right, thank you, Johnny. Thank you. But my I have a specific type of ranch. I want a dilly ranch, Help. like with agree. dill tape agree. to it. Agree. I don't like none of that Hidden Valley BS. Like, give me some dill ranch. And 
I have a specific place in mind. Go to a bar in Eugene where I went for law school. Rennie's Bar and Grill, best ranch. I think they should bottle it, market it, put it in, put it somewhere where I can acquire it because it's so good. That's my favorite. Can I get a spelling on? Is that Rennie's? Rennie's. So R E N N I E. R E N N I E. Rennie's Ranch is what we're going to call that. Yeah, Rennie's Ranch. I don't know what they do. What they they must put some kind of dill in it because that's my favorite kind. This podcast is never crass, but when we hit episode sixty nine, we did decide to commemorate that with a ranch taste off. And so we had a bunch of different kinds of ranch. And, and as you described, one of the things we landed on was Hidden Valley just sucked shit. And we didn't want to eat that at all. Yeah, it, it wasn't effective. It wasn't good. It didn't taste good. It didn't have the stuff we wanted. But then in the immediate aftermath, I was, and it was surprising to me because I, I guess I was out of touch. I considered myself a major ranch fan and perhaps I wasn't. Because everybody was like, well, Johnny, who gives a shit about whatever you bought at any store? Restaurant ranch is the only thing that matters. And that's the realness. And so then I have focused in more on proper restaurant ranch. And I've come to accept that it is true that these are the realness. And it sounds like you're giving me a particularly good restaurant ranch. And, I mean, what 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 better recommendation could you give other than... The 35 words describing Dave's sauce. Equally good. We really like both of them. I'm not going to read the whole Dave's thing again, but they both sound really good. So I think you guys have you guys have both done a great job. Ranch sommelier. I know. At this point. Wouldn't that be fun if someone was like a, a sauce sommelier? Like, you taste the, the variations of uh, the blue cheese dressing across uh, like Denny's chains or something? That's a fucking dream, huh? That, that's all you could ever ask. <laughs> Like getting paid to do the sauce podcast is one thing, but getting paid to like, which of those blue cheeses is good? And they just give you seven of them and you pick yeah. it up like this one. So the, the others are besmirch my reputation by making me taste them. Oh my God. Incredible. That's a LinkedIn profile I would get behind. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sauce taster. <laughs> Connoisseur. You'd be like, oh, are you a saucier? No, 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 no. no. Saucier or whatever it is. No, and, no, no. Sauce like, taster. But it's it's it, like you look and like it's like the first one is like Hardee's and the second one's Red Robin and you keep going up. It's like man, this guy has seen everything. Worked his way up the ladder. Incredible. Everywhere. Okay, uh, it's time for our next segment. And now this one is kind of a shot in the dark. I don't know if I'm doing this right, but I do know that you all are hanging out way far north. No, I, I, we're, here, here's the start. We're having a wonderful conversation on Google Meet. So there's only some extent to which... Oh, man. Oh, no! <laughs> a bunch of weird stuff okay. is happening with the with the feed. Yeah, it seems like we got bad. better. I didn't like that. Yeah. We are having a occasionally useful conversation on Google Meet. Uh, so you guys aren't like out in the woods to the greatest extent, but you're out in the woods more than I am. I am in a major city. Uh, you guys eat, eat anything outside? Uh, s'mores? 
the, na- the name of this segment is S'mores slash Roasting Marshmallows. And that was very much where I was headed, yes. Oh, but I also, okay, I wanted nice. to just start with, like, is, is, is this really a thing? Do you have a campfire? Have you seen a campfire on your trip? Last night. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they give very us, nice. uh, they, they give, give us s'mores sticks sticks. kits. I love Marshmallows it. and chocolate on yeah. check-in, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, I, not to suggest that, like, I knew stuff, but like, I had similar experiences staying at Airbnbs on the North Shore, where it's very much like you probably are going to want like a fire out there, and you said, and if you do, graham crackers, chocolate, and marshmallow seems like a good bet. Uh, is is this a thing you guys are generally into, or is this is this being forced upon you, and you're you you express disdain? I don't know. It was our kiddo, like the first time we saw her eat a s'more, was pretty much like, when can I have another one of these? <laughs> 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 we're waiting, so we did it over like a gas stove. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Fair. I don't know. Yeah. It's more of a kiddo. I mean, it's fun she to like, it. watch her go crazy. Yeah. She gets real excited. Yeah. I could, I could, I could like take or leave the marshmallow, mostly leave. Like, I don't see the point of the marshmallow really, but. Except that David has, like, trained our kid to only, like, dark chocolate, so she doesn't really take to, like, milk chocolate, <laughs> which is usually what people get out when they do s'mores. Like, it's not the oh, good chocolate. Raising a snob. Yeah, that... he's raised a snob. Oh, Halloween, it's just like, she's like, this is terrible. None of the right chocolate. What's the point? Yeah. You got, you got 88%. Maybe I'll show up. Maybe I'll get a copy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm going to trick your house. This isn't yeah. any treat. Yeah. But Davis, sounds like you were expressing uh, concern not over just the chocolate, but also the marshmallow. Is that correct? I do. I, I said like marshmallows, like when they're like fully roasted, like flambe and liquefied inside. But I was thinking walk, about this walk today. Walk through your ideal marshmallow. Um, it's it goes in the coals. Like yeah, stick marshmallow on stick. I'm with the coal. yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Son of a bitch! Black. Like, and then you like, yeah, smash it and like hope it cools off enough. Like when you bite in, that like it's not gonna like make your your skin peel off. Um, yeah, that's how that's how I like when I like them. But I was thinking today, like, of the three components of the s'mores, like, yeah, lukewarm on the marshmallow part. Like, I don't know. I feel like it just like binds things. Are you thinking about like buying some really dark chocolate? Uh. Should I be? No, no. I, 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 I kind of because Adele said that you were like not excited about uh, like oh. regular Hershey's. Oh. You had I your brothers. Not... You would. Get... Yeah, I th- actually, I think yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't really buy the supper s'mores. But if, if you, I, if if I you were, were going to, yeah, you if would I were, I would prefer that dark chocolate for sure. But these were just handed out to us. For yeah, free, so. that that does like that's not even a thing I considered. But the idea of making s'mores like can you buy especially good graham crackers i don't really know are there like non-golden made or whatever that's really good but like the idea of the idea of putting like 88 percent cacao chocolate on (laughs) a s'more with like a super super cooked uh flambe marshmallows like that might be amazing I've never considered doing it. Because like, you can get like really good marshmallows. Like, 
Yeah, I, I know. I know you can step that up. Gourmet marshmallows. Yeah. Thinking of the end of the menu. There was a so sorry. I was just, like last year. Was it last year? There was a graham cracker shortage. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about this. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm not consuming a lot of graham crackers these days. No, yeah. like we were trying to get stuff for s'mores. I think it was like and they, like the entire summer. It was, it was at least in the northwest. Like you yeah. couldn't get like literally no stores had graham crackers. Wow. It was kind of insane. Had like the stacks, like because you know, like summer they have like the three of them together in the yeah, aisles. Yeah. So you just had like the stack with like marshmallows and chocolate, like no ground. No <laughs> yeah. I remember I went to like three or four stores. Yeah, it's like, like oh, this must be out right here. Yeah, we ran it, yeah. it is it, the pandemic has been a bad time, but the randomness of the items that have gone missing has been yeah. pretty fun. Like, if you ever yeah. were like, oh, you have it? to make bets on what's going to go gone. I, I would just yeah. like lose every bet. Like, I'm starting to remember now. I don't think it was the pandemic. It was like the factory. It was like a, yeah, it was like, like a oh, factory issue. issue. Like yeah. The factory got yeah. shut down. And it was like an Abisco issue. Like yeah. And again, shut down like, it looks like the most mass-produced cracker imaginable. The idea that <laughs> this is the one we can't, like, like oh, Ritz. You yeah, can keep that going. It's like, these are, this would be the easiest one. It looks like you're printing them yeah, with the machine. Like you're not even trying yeah, you to understand it. it was like oyster crackers or something like like so specific. Yeah. Makes no sense. Uh weird stuff. Um, do you ever you ever cook anything else on that fire when you're on a trip like this or are you pretty much s'mores or nothing? Trip like this? Uh like a like a resort or like camping? I just mean camping, yeah. Yeah, so we're like car camping. Um God, whatever like we have to bring, like frozen stuff like pierogies from Costco. Otherwise, uh, if we go like camping, camping, have like a like a jet boil mini stove that cook like pre-made Indian food or heat up water and pour it in a pack and mix it all up. What does pre-made Indian food mean? Oh, uh, like, what are they called? Those things called? I forget. They're like these little packets of curry. Yeah. Make. Are they like in bags like, and you boil them? Or yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can, yeah, you can put the bag in water, or you can get them cold. I usually get them cold, but or they're like like camping meals where like you open it up, heat up the water, pour it in there, zip it closed for like five minutes, kind of shake it around, and it rehydrates the food. And hiking all day, it's good, but otherwise, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Are there other things? So, like tomorrow, it sounds like you got a big day of canoeing. What do you do? You have do you have big food plans thereafter? Um, no, I feel like I should have better answers, but uh, probably Cheerios. There's not a lot. How how far are away from you from like civilization? Ooh, I I didn't do that sentence good. How far from you are civilization? I did it bad twice. You know what I'm saying? Something about that. I think civilizations civilizations are. Not far. No, no. There's like a bakery up the road. But you, but you are excited to eat Cheerios after your uh, canoeing trip. What, 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 so what will we eat tomorrow after that? I mean, maybe I'm doing you a favor and you need to go to the store. Yeah, we've already gone so. to. The, yeah, we've went to the store. We've got some snack. We've got some fruit and cereal. But like, we're only going to be gone a few hours. Like, it won't be too. Bad. So, famous last people words. Are right? gonna, people are going to love this segment. <laughs> you know. I, I, I'm this this podcast. This, so we're recording this on Tuesday. Uh, we'll release this on Friday. 
if you guys die of starvation, I assume I will know of this by then. I'll put it in the show notes that uh, Dave and Adele are dead. So, look, yes. look for, listeners, look for that. Famous last words of people who've yeah. starved to death. We'll be fine. I bet, the, I bet there's yeah. Cheerios back at the house. Cheerios and water. That's, that's <laughs> good for my family, right? Uh, where are you going canoeing? Uh, I don't know. It's a, We had to sign up for it. It was a, like a guided thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess like Lake Superior, but um, yeah, I don't know. That's always one of those things because there's like so many like inlets and like weird little yeah. Yeah. tributary. I guess it's not a tributary of a lake, but like a lake that feeds a, a river that feeds into the lake. So like it could be any number of things. But uh, yeah. be, do you know how, like how long you expect to go do it? I said nine to twelve. Um, That's a big canoeing yeah, trip. It's a lot of canoeing. I, I'm hoping I can do I it. I think, though, isn't part of that the drive time to where we're going? I'm guessing. Oh, maybe it is the drive time. I assumed it was like. Right I think there. it's like pick a, Like, we might have to actually drive because oh, they don't, they don't right. do car seats and we have a car seat. So we'll drive wherever they're going. But oh, we'll have to get the keys from mom then. Oh, yeah. Sure. But any of it. Um, this is good. We're talking about it. Yeah. Now we're flying we're figuring it out. Now, I will also uh, say. What if you have to drive the canoe? Could be tough. I'm just fucking around. Like I said, like I said pray for us. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we we all we got to do, put the wheels on the canoe, take it for three hours, and then we can rest by eating a box of dry Cheerios. We're going to have the best day we've ever had. Right? You guys are going to crush it. Uh, I... Some wheels on it, reenact is in the hall sketch. <laughs> you got there, John. What you drinking? Oh, uh, I'm drinking a Coors. Uh, you can see the can there. Uh, this is a bit of an adjustment for me, but in recent weeks, I have officially shifted my uh, standard inexpensive beer preference from Miller High Life to Coors. I I didn't ever think I would have this in me, but I was at a bar and their cheap beer was Coors and I drank one and I was like, damn, this is so much better than High Life, which is what I've been drinking <laughs> for a while. And so then I went out and I was like, oh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if it actually lands. And I bought myself a 12-pack of Coors. The next time I was at the store, it crushed. I like it so much. Uh, nice. Maybe even uh, you could make the argument that this is not my favorite cheap beer. But the counter argument would be that it is because the other beer I like as much is not a cheap beer anymore. Did you know that Modelo is now the most sold beer in the country? Uh, I did. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I think it's a good beer, and, and, and Modelo is really good. But the last several times I've been to the store, I now find that Modelo is more than a dollar a can, no matter how big a thing you buy. And it's like it, it seems like they are just cleaning up in response to their newfound success. And uh, I, 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 I'm not looking at. I mean. I don't want to pay IPA prices for Modelo. That sucks. I want to buy Coors prices. So I'm buying Coors. Bogus. Real bogus. Yeah. I mean, 
in, in, in the supermarket, it's, you know, of course, in the imported aisle, like, because it is, but, like, that brings imported prices. Yeah, it's, it's, and I don't feel like it used to be that way. I feel like I used to be able to get, like, I, I, it, 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 it's an arbitrary line, but a dollar, like, above a dollar is an expensive beer, and below a dollar is a cheap beer. And obviously there's lots of stuff within that, but Modelo is like $14 for a 12 pack now. And I don't, I like that beer, but not at that price. Yeah. Uh, it's time for our final segment. Do either or both of you have anything you'd like to plug? I'll go first. Um, first last time. Uh, I'm going to plug something that I've, Mentioned on in our group chat. Oh yeah, I'm plugging it for the greater audience of listeners. Um, the show I think is really funny. Do you think it's less funny? Uh, I know which one you're going to. Toast of London by Matt Berry, I think is amazing, and like I cried laughing several times. It's ridiculous. Um, it is a. Uh, uh, Fairly inappropriate sometimes, and just hilarious. Like I think everything he does is so fun. And this is Matt Berry from What We Do in the Shadows, correct? Yeah, What We Do in the Shadows, and Matt Schmidt turned me on, which I haven't really watched, but you know he had like a he's part of a big uh, or a famous comedy group. And then apparently he has like eight albums out. Oh wow! <laughs> like he's a musician. I just learned this like Wikipedia, and then looking up on Spotify, like, and he has like. He has like a country album. He has oh, like, God. It's, it has to be ironic, right? I don't know. I think so. I think, I think he's just like a really talented guy. And so he writes. And so for Toast of London, um, like there's a lot of music in it. And there's like, there's a dream sequence in every episode. <laughs> and he writes, yeah, I think he does all the music. I like the Concord style. It totally, yeah. completely, yeah. completely. But and it's like, they're very digestible, like 20 minute episodes. But they're so funny. I really love it. Oh, I am a major Flight of the Concords fan, so that appeals to me a great deal. I honestly did not know that this existed, so I'm going to have to. Where, where do you watch this? Uh, I, I got uh, Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, but I think you can probably stream it anywhere. But And there's uh, there's one of Toast of Tinseltown, which I think is another show where it goes to Hollywood. And again, Matt Schmidt told me about this. That one I have not been able to find. Okay. So I don't know where to watch that i keep trying um but london like there's lots of cameos like there's an episode like an uh, entire episode with john ham um of ham on toast which is really good like we gotta get john <laughs> ham i got an episode title we'll figure out like what the script should be later kind of like the i would describe it as the show extras meets flight of the concords that's kind oh, of what that's I, a good description actually I, yeah. obviously we we have Mother roger we have some big, we have some qualms with Ricky Gervais, but boy, I love Dextrous. I had such a good time with that, yeah. Uh, Adele, how about you? Do you have anything you'd like to plug? I hope this isn't controversial. I'm going to plus plug my best friend from law school's podcast. Oh, hell yeah. With I her love sister. Are you suggesting some loser with no podcast listeners should have a podcast uh, that gets plugged? I can't believe this. My best friend's podcast is called Cabot Coverage. It is a rewatch of Murder, She Wrote. Um, 
podcast, which uh, it's just her and her sister watching Murder She Wrote and then talking about it on their. Now I have to. I'm a little offended because this sounds like an actual hook for a podcast that makes sense, unlike. Uh, I guess there's some sauces, but also there's a playlist game, and also there's a bunch of bullshit that no one wants to do. But so th- this sounds like a real like, podcast. It's, I mean, yeah, they, they, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty entertaining. Um, my favorite part is that they roped their little sister, I mean, the littlest sister, Glennis, who's not so little anymore. She's like in her 30s, but she's not seen any episodes of. <laughs> murder she wrote before this podcast <laughs> so they keep making her watch the show and she's always like i can't believe you guys like this show <laughs> but she actually does appreciate it a little bit more now so yeah it's pretty fun it's a good one i like yeah cabot coverage not to be confused with their rival podcast cabot confidential oh no <laughs> <laughs> there are two murder Shiro we watch podcasts out there that love alliteration like alliteration know, of focus right? uh, murder yeah. Shiro podcasts. They've, uh, they've got a couple of things that they highlight in every show like you know there's apparently a murder she wrote what they call a lot of she shaking which is women being <laughs> <shaking>. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any like specific episode titles I could skip to if I only want to hear about? Oh God, shaking? what's my favorite? Like, what is it? Who put the who put the barbitals in something? Oh, no. oh, no. I don't remember. Okay. The... So there's a lot of really good, uh, really good of hits on old watches. <laughs> so, one guy like wrote like 25 episodes. It's insane. <laughs> They're always like, oh, who wrote this one? Such and such. It's like David Sherman or something yeah. like that. They're like, him again. That guy who loves shaking yeah, so women. He's back. One. Who can believe it? <laughs> shaking women. I thought, some, I thought of some more ideas. We're going we're gonna to take her to the Home Depot and put her in the paint thing and shake her around this time. It's going to be great. Yeah. Oh, gosh. This is called Cabot Coverage. Is that correct? Cabot Coverage, Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to check this out. Kevin Cove's the fake challenge yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited. It sounds really good. Yeah. It's a lot. When you listen to it, you're going to be like, part of it is like truly serious. Like they truly love Murder, <laughs> She Wrote. <laughs> you're going to be like, this is old. They're getting into like the liner notes and the, the IMDb <laughs> pages of some of these actors. But it is pretty funny. That works out okay, though, because I like to think that when people listen to this show, they're like, this guy likes sauce too much. He shouldn't like sauce as much as he does. Dave and Adele, I've had the most wonderful time. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. No, it was fun. fun. Best wishes in the intervening days. Bye.